0: McCain. Hey, I'm Patrick McCain. Hey everyone, it's Thursday, January 5th, 2023. So today in the headlines, the dust-up around the vote for Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives has shown the true colors of the Rhino Republicans and the Uniparty stooges who occupy the swamp. Also, the Twitter files drop shows the Democratic National Committee in the Clinton campaign. Their opposition research was promulgated on Twitter by intelligence agencies to demonize Russia for a variety of political and foreign policy objectives. Renowned psychologist and preeminent contemporary philosopher Jordan Peterson threatened by re- with re-education by the Ontario College of Psychologists for posting on social media and a new front in the war on free speech. I'll be talking about these stories and more, these topics coming up right now. So first up here from the Daily Caller, Representative Dan Crenshaw doubles down on comparing McCarthy opponents to terrorists. I'll just read the lead here. Republican Texas Re- Representative Dan Crenshaw, otherwise known as Eyepatch McCain, doubled down on likening conservative opponents of Kevin McCarthy to terrorists, saying the people uncomfortable with the comparison need to lighten up. And if you didn't know... 20 Republicans have opposed McCarthy's speakership on four consecutive votes, I think it's eight now, forcing the speaker to race to go beyond six ballots for the ninth time ever. Crenshaw, a vocal McCarthy supporter, compared the 20 no-voters to terrorists during a Wednesday appearance on the Guy Benson show. He defended the comments to reporters shortly thereafter. From mediaite, Tucker Carlson rips snarling face Dan Crenshaw after Congressman calls McCarthy holdouts terrorists. And the Daily Caller also affirms Tucker Carlson hammers GOP Representative Crenshaw for calling uh, McCarthy's opponents terrorists. The Daily Mail also quoted Tucker Carlson as saying, If you prefer democracy to oligarchy, it's pretty refreshing to see it. Tucker welcomes chaos around House Speaker vote and demands Kevin McCarthy reigns in FBI and releases January 6th files to win GOP backing. The Daily Beast reports Republicans and Democrats quietly consider a speaker deal. Now, this is interesting. Will the uniparty show its true colors here? The idea has been circulating around the U.S. Capitol this week like a hopelessly lost tour group. If Representative Kevin McCarthy fails to win enough Republican votes to become speaker, Democrats could bail him out or help elect a compromise candidate to the post. Not like they want to uh, compromise with their own party, they're willing to compromise with the Democrats, i.e. there is indeed the Uniparty. From the Daily Mail, moving on to the next story from the Daily Mail, Twittergate files, Hillary Clinton inspired a Democrat witch hunt against Twitter to look for Russian accounts that simply didn't exist and forced the social media giant into the arms of the FBI. Well, that's debatable uh, from the Daily Mail. The fact is, as I I have always believed, is that social media companies were always a tool of intelligence agencies. But the fact is, is that it's a win-win for the deep state to demonize Russia for a foreign policy objective uh, to uh, prosecute a war with Russia in in, in a proxy state of Ukraine, but also use anybody try to link everybody with Russia, our new anime, even though our real enemy uh, for the United States is China, but they don't want to prosecute a war with China right now. They want to get rid of Russia. And anybody else who opposes them, they just tie them to the demonization of Russia. So there you go. From Newsweek, Twitter files, tip of iceberg for needed church-style committee. This is a rare thing from Newsweek by an opinion piece by Ben Weidgarten, And he just goes on to say um, what we already know. The Twitter files have revealed in a stunning detail a largely successful bid by the U.S. national security apparatus to manipulate public opinion. As I said, it's an influence campaign. That's what they use social media for. At a mass scale by imposing censorship regime on social media platforms. Well, if if you're going to push out a narrative in a social uh, influence campaign, you can't have dissenting voices there. That's obvious. That's why the censorship is. The censorship isn't just for the sake of censorship. This scandal a conspiracy to police speech in violation of the First Amendment deserves a congressional probe to reveal the full extent of the collusion between the myriad government agencies and big tech companies hold the male, malefactors to account and propose laws to prevent it in the future. I, indeed, many people are calling for that. And that's one of the things behind this vote for House Speaker is to assure some control over where the Republican Party goes. So from uh, BPR, new Twitter files drop reveals Hillary Clinton's role. In the first two Twitter files, threads dropped Tuesday. Journalist Matt Taibbi laid out the path by which Twitter let the intelligence community in and former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton's role in fomenting the Russian witch hunt, which was just a plan by the intelligence agencies that... uh, since Hillary Clinton worked in the State Department, which heads up the uh, specifically the CIA, but other intelligence agencies, is that she was privy to what was coming. So all she knew, the Russian demonization has been ongoing and was going to go into high gear, so she just wanted to tie her political opponents to Russia. That was the opposition research. Previous installments of the Twitter files have already shown the extent... Uh, to which federal agencies like the CIA, the FBI, and the DOD were involved in working with a social media company to suppress the speech of users to prop up their progressive agenda. Tuesday, Taibi produced a timeline that suggested when and how the intelligence community took the reins at Twitter, taking cues from Hillary Clinton, and with pressure from the corporate media allies. It's all the social media giants, and I have to beg to differ with Matt Taibbi here, I think this is a bit of a limited hangout. I don't believe that the social media companies were without intelligence agency influence until whenever this was, 2015. Uh, I think it goes way, way back uh, to at least 2010, um, the advent of Twitter in itself, uh the social media companies like i always said with facebook is the cia was developing a uh social media platform and scrapped it at the same time facebook went public and this is from the washington washington times excuse me uh latest twitter files reveals uh pressure to work with feds to censor posts from democrats uh twitter was coaxed into allowing the u.s government to strong arm its content moderation with a barrage of threats from democrats amid russian influence blah 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 i do believe that this is a bit of a limited hangout because the intelligence agencies aren't just going to sit by and allow these stories to come out and um uh ruin their their image and lastly from breitbart twitter files company exaggerated russian influence to appease media and the democrats indeed uh is probably uh Part of an influence campaign uh, to demonize Russia and then to tie all your political opponents to Russia, our new national enemy, when Russia really isn't the major enemy of, you know, political, uh, militarily, economically, in particular, it's it's China. Also from Newsmax, uh, Twitter files 11. We are on 11 if people are keeping count. There's supposed to be over 50, so... We're at 11 right now. Hillary's Russia cues at core of Intel meddling. Uh, Like I said, she was in charge of the State State Department, so she knew what was coming in the new propaganda narrative push, so she just tied her political uh, opponents to a kite that was already flying. So, moving on to the next story from the Wall Street Journal. This is an opinion here by the editorial board, the campaign to re educate Jordan Peterson for speaking his mind. The psychologist could lose his license. And I'll just go into the lead of their opinion piece here, and then we'll go into some news articles uh, concerning this. You would think Canadians have learned by now not to tell Jordan Peterson what to say. The psychology professor became an internet sensation in 2016 after arguing that Canadian legislation amounted to compelled speech on gender pronouns. Now the College of Psychologists of Ontario is demanding that Mr. Peterson acknowledge he lacked professionalism in public statements and undergo a coaching program of remedial education. So here you go with the Marxist tactics of re-education if um you can't beat them re-educate them from the national post jordan peterson i will risk my license to escape social media re-education the, uh, the practice of psychology in Ontario and in many other North American and Western jurisdictions is subject, subject to regulation by professional colleges, essentially governmental organizations with a mandate to protect the public from misconduct of the part of physicians, lawyers, social works, dentists, pharmacists, teachers, architects, and many others, including psychologists. So they're protecting people from free speech. Jordan Peter, the Global News says, Jordan Peterson says Our Ontario psychological license may be suspended over public statements. Uh, we still don't know what he said. Uh, he just said he's not going to do it. Um, I have been accused of harming people, although none of the complainants involved in the current actions were clients of mine, past or presidents, or were even acquainted with my, any of my clients. In a column written by Peterson, he said every single person of the the every single one of these accusations and now accepted evidence by my professional misconduct is independent of my clinical practice. Here are my demands made with my regard to my re education. Here's my last page of required undertaking. And I don't think it goes into um it is worse than you think in Canada. Regulated professionals are now terrified into silence by their respective colleges. This means they are no longer able to say what they believe and to be true, and who needs that from lawyers, physicians, or psychologists? And he goes, and it just shows the tweets, but it doesn't show exactly um, what, what the College of Ontario, the Psychological uh, uh, College of Psychologists in Ontario, what they were so upset about. Um, We don't really know. So one of the reasons I do uh, appreciate Jordan Jordan Peterson, as everyone else says, I don't agree with everything he says. Um, He's hard enough on Marxism, but he doesn't believe in conspiracy. Um, So uh, I believe the spread of uh, socialism is indeed a conspiracy. So I just wanted to move on, but I do respect him because he has taken uh, mind altering psychedelics, which is a good way to uh, move uh, into mindfulness, uh, you know, on your travels into mindfulness or to understand the world, as it were, metaphysically and physically. I just wanted to go into this story here by the New Republic the psychonauts training to explore another dimension, meet the Americans who are exploring new frontiers and hallucinogenic research through a nascent technology known as extended state DMT. Also, uh, you must know that the governments have been uh, exploring the unmapped world of uh, hallucinogenic research and other dimensions, basically. They believe the clockwork elves and all this other stuff. Um, I just think people should look at this. Uh, most hopeful climate. Uh, I just believe that people should look into this uh, pathway. I don't necessarily recommend DMT as much as I do psilocybin, um, and other peyote and and other even uh, ayahuasca and, and other natural sources for your exploration. And then the last article here from the Gateway Pundit, it's simple, if the judge allows us to inspect and count the ballots, we win. Abe Hamidi files motion for new trial and election lawsuit after recount finds hundreds of new votes. So. The Gateway Pundit is the only one who's covering the story in Arizona of the try to undo the rigging of the election there. Abe's race against radical leftist Chris Myers, Mays, excuse me, was initially called by just 511 out of 2.5 million votes. However, the Gateway Pundit reported a miscount of the votes in rural Penal County discovered hundreds of new votes for Hemaday. A state judge last Thursday announced Democrat Chris Mays beat Republican Abe Hemaday by 280 votes in the race for Arizona attorney general. I don't believe, I believe that the whole race in Arizona was somewhat uh, of a rigging for everybody uh, involved there, without a doubt. I I don't believe in fair elections. If you have mail-in balloting, um, that's just a way to cheat. And especially if you drag the count on, it's a way to add ballots. Um, I just don't have faith in the system as long as you have mail-in ballots there's a reason we didn't have mail-in balloting and that those reasons were ignored how come we haven't had mail-in balloting since the advent of the post office there's a reason for that because it invites fraud but nobody wants to talk about why we didn't have mail-in balloting before covid right so for me Rudest Revelation, don't forget to check me out on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Get Her Minds. Leave a comment down below. Click that notification bell. Subscribe. Follow. And I'll see you tomorrow. This. This is this is Come, on, come, on, come up, come up. This is conspiracy. You can't handle the truth. New World Order.